Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Scott, it's going to be 74 degrees today here in the beautiful Daytona Beach area. What are you going to do this afternoon? Well, thanks for asking. I love a good question. The Road King shall be on the road today. Why? Because it's the king of the road, and it's warm, and I shall ride the motorcycle today. Yes, with my helmet. It's awesome. Hey, speaking of questions, I have 10 questions for you today. I have asked these questions, I don't know, a dozen times over the years, maybe more. And I ask them to myself more than that. They actually stay pretty close to where I am. I'm going to go over these with you and give you some thinking ideas today. You might want to get the nugget that I send out, and so you'll have these questions. It is a daily boost from MotivationToMove.com, the positive boost you need every single day. If you didn't know, and you may know, if you're a premium member, you already know this, because we do have the premium membership where there are no commercials. And, um, yeah, there's not a one over there. And there's also the Daily Nugget, which is the written version of this show. It's not show notes. I don't do show notes. It's a written narrative that pretty much encapsulates this show in about, what, two to 300 words, sometimes more, sometimes about 500. Um, you can get that if you want that. Just go to MotivationToMove.com. And uh, you'll see the options over there. Hey, it's me, Scott Smith, founder, chief motivating officer here at MotivationToMove.com. Happy to have you here today. I want to take a second because we're getting so many new listeners. So if you're a guy, you might hate to go to the doctor, even if your wife is telling you you need to go to the doctor. You're busy. You don't have time. But if you're having an ED issue, you might be a little bit embarrassed as well. So let me tell you about Hims, our sponsor today. They have changed men's health care in a big way. The process is pretty simple. It's 100% online too. Just answer a few questions and a medical provider will determine your options with doctor-tested ED treatments like chewable hard mints, brand names like Viagra, or generic alternatives for 95% cheaper. Skip the doc, get your sex life on track right now. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash daily boost. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash daily boost for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash daily boost. And now I get to use my radio voice. Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. <sighs> subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Um, I have had a lot of fun. I want to explain something to you because if you are listening to any of the back catalog at all, you will hear this big uh, transition that happened in the past year. And if you listen for me for 15 years, because we started way back, we started this podcast before iTunes had podcast. I mean, Spotify was just not even a dream anywhere yet. iHeartRadio was still clear channel back in the days. 
I started, all my radio guys said, what are you doing starting a podcast for? That's never going to work. And I said, I'm going to do it. Well, here we are 15 years later, still doing it. Well, over time, all I ever wanted to do was have an impact on people. So let me take a moment here because I want to share a story with you and it won't take long. Then we get to our questions today. But this story is really geared because I think maybe you may be in a place that I was a long time ago. And to some extent, I've been in all my life. A long time ago, when I started out in my career, I was, I was going to be in radio. I was going to start out as a disc jockey. That's all I ever wanted to be. If you ask any of my friends in high school, they'll, they'll, and to this day, they'll tell you, you're always going to be in radio. And you look at my yearbook, that's big-time radio DJ. That was going to be Scott. And I did it. I worked in a lot of really big markets, and, and I found myself talented and quick with a wit, kind of like a Bob Saget wit, you know? Rest in peace, Bob. Very fast, very funny, really kind of a wholesome, friendly, good guy at the same time with a wicked, sometimes nasty sense of humor. And uh, yeah, I, I control it <laughs> the best I can, but it's there. It really goes deep, which is why I did really, really well on the radio as a shock jock. Now, if you were back in the early 80s, you know, that was okay to do. These days, you know, you can't do that anymore, and nor do I want to. In fact, even then I didn't want to because I, I recognized that while I could have an impact and get all the ratings I wanted and do really well, people didn't like me. They liked me, but some hated me. And I didn't like that feeling. So a few years later, I'm trying to figure this out. And I ended up at a Tony Robbins event. And like a lot of people, I went to uh, Unleash the Power. And then, uh, hey, yeah, yeah, let me, let's go to date with Destiny. Let's, let me give you five grand. <laughs> I wish these days, probably more than that, right? And I went. And some cor- at some point during the five days, uh, I made a, how would Tony say? A distinction. And... The distinction was I wanted to have an impact, but I wanted to have a positive impact. And to be very honest, I probably in my mid thirties at the time, I had never thought about that. Isn't that weird? I thought I was having one. I thought I was doing that. I thought I was having a positive impact on the world. And, and, and yet in actual fact, because of my sharp sense of humor and my thinking patterns, sometimes I wasn't. So I recognize that. So that led me down the road to where I got today, and I got into this program, and I went this program for now, we're in our 16th season, and I have struggled over the years with, you know, do I be happy, happy, unicorn, or rainbow motivational speaker guy, or do I be shock jock dude? Do I have fun? Do I have a sense of humor? Do I speak real life and real language and real common sense? Uh, or do I just, you know, teach the, the same old goal-setting crap everybody teaches? And honestly, I've, I've done them all over the years. Well, about a year ago, I said, enough. After 15 years, I said, enough. How long do I want to do this? And my answer was, I really like it, but I'm going to do it my way. I'm not going to hurt anybody. I'm going to be positive, but I am going to do my way. I'm going, to, I'm going to have a lot of fun with it. And I'm just going to rely on people that have a really good common sense and really good sense of humor and are willing to go down that road and have a good time. People that don't have, they're not, they're not stuck in ways that they can't open their mind up to what I'm doing. And I said, to hell with it. I'm just going to do it my way. So what you're hearing right now is that. The complete drive to help you figure out where you are and to be exactly who you are and to choose to live your life your way, even if it takes you 50, 60 years to figure it out. It took me like 35 to figure it out. And, and No, that was first level. It's, I'm still working on that right now. I swear to God, I'm be like Curly from the movie City Slickers. It's going to happen. It's one thing, Scott. I'm not going to figure that one thing. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to die. That's it. I'm just, my heart's going to stop the very second I figure that out. So it's just a work in progress. I wanted to share that with you because some folks listening thinking, hey, I never heard a damn thing like this motivational boost thing before. What the hell is he talking about? My friend, I'll tell you what, if you and I were hanging out around a campfire or eating chicken wings over a bar or riding motorcycles or hanging out on the beach or having a picnic or talking across the fence in the backyard with the neighbor, I guarantee you we'd have the same conversation. It'd be a real conversation. 
It wouldn't be any pretense to it whatsoever, and it might be really funny, and sometimes it might be inappropriate, and we'd have to apologize and get over it. That's what you get on this show. Works for you? Glad to have you. If not, it's 4 million podcasts, and uh, I keep searching because I may not be the person for you, and that's cool. So let me give you these 10 questions because um, it occurred to me a long time ago. I know it took some time, but there's a lesson in it. By the way, I used to always get right to the content right away, and I get tired of that because they're just content suckers. They don't do anything with it anyway, and... If you want to come in and spend time with me and learn stories and get how I really think, what I call the nuance between the lines, it takes some time to get to the nuance. And you're not going to get smart and get what you want in life until you understand nuance. You get it. It's not the line. It's between the lines that gets everything done. So you just heard a bunch of freaking nuance, didn't you? All right, so 10 questions, because I learned a long time ago that, um, well, basically life is nothing more than a big old scavenger hunt. It is, and I don't like scavenger hunts. I don't. It's like the only thing I hate worse than a scavenger hunt is an escape room. I get the concept, but I can never find what I need to find. I don't get the clues. It's not even fair because when I show up for a scavenger hunt or show up in an escape room, when I get, well, I'm showing up to have fun. I wasn't even thinking about it. Oh, cool. Let's go in an escape room and try to get out. Got an hour to get out. That's cool. I can do that. Or maybe let's do a scavenger hunt. That's awesome. That's what I'm thinking about. I didn't didn't occur to me ever that somebody spent five years trying to keep me locked in the room and make it so I could never find anything. So what do I do when I do a scavenger hunt or do a escape room? I take a smart person with me who thinks that way. I don't think that way. Just, I just give me the sledgehammer. Let's open the door. That's cool. Okay. Life is full of questions. I have learned that it's part of the scavenger hunt thing. It is long enough. I think to figure out the essential answers. I truly believe that. Uh, I think the answers you need to find in your life are really different than what I need to find. Uh, you'll be satisfied at a different place than I will. And there's a point that you'll say, I know that's enough. I know what I need to know. <laughs> and some people, it stops at 18 with a beer. Other people, it goes on forever and they can't read enough books. It just depends. But I just believe that. I believe life is full of all the answers you want. If you're willing to go after it, you will find the essential ones, the ones that are important to you. You will find it and you will find exactly what you need and then you'll stop finding them. It's individual. So I just don't, I, it's up to you. I don't really care. The winners, by the way, in life, I think, are the people who figure out the answers, the solutions that they are seeking. And if I did anything in this podcast, I would just encourage you to do that. I encourage you to ignore me and everybody else on the planet and say, okay, you know, what would I do? And what do I need to know to make myself happy? It's probably less than you think, but I'd get you to stop and think about that. What do I need to know? What answers do I need to make me happy? Because I probably don't need a million of them. I probably need three or four. And I'll be okay, as long as you don't pay attention to what other people think you should be doing. All right, man, oh man, hang on. This long, may as well drink a cup of coffee here. And oh, I retired my Maryland Rimrow coffee mug. I got my, uh, my Harley Davidson motorcycle mug. Got to tell you, I'm on my fourth, one, two, three, fourth Harley and seventh motorcycle in my life. Digging my road king. I'm just digging it. Take the windshield off. No GPS, no stereo, just motorcycle. God knows I look cool on a motorcycle. Hmm. First question. What do you want to do? By the way, these questions are really kind of open-ended. Um, I could go into a lot of detail with it. And usually doing the coaching calls that I do. Maybe you'll have a chance to join me someday. But, uh, but ultimately, if I'm a curious guy and you come into my orbit, I'm just going to go, hmm, I hear what you're saying, but I still don't know what you want to do. So what do you want to do? Oh, yeah. Huh. Let me think about that. I don't really know. I don't know. So what do you want to do? Contemplate it. 
It's really kind of basic. You're not going to get anything until you're clear. How about the next question? What do you want to have? I used to want to have a lot. I still do sometimes. Now I just want to have the ability to have a lot. That's what I want to have. Uh, <laughs> I've had every toy in the world. I mean, I was counting my motors like two years ago. I said, I got like 11 motors to take care of. The motorhomes and motorcycles and tractors and zero turns and lawnmowers and weed whackers and I got all these things with motors in it. <sighs> I started getting rid of my motors. And I decided it's better to be able to buy them if I want to and have them if I want to than to actually have them. Those of you with a boat, you know what I'm talking about. Where do you want to go? Hmm? You don't have a real desire to go. A lot. I've, been, I've been to Australia and back. I've yet to go to Europe. I still like to go to Europe. I don't really have a big desire to go there. Um, where do I, I want to go? Sometimes I want to go down to the coffee shop. That's, that's about it. Other days, hey, let's take a trip. Let's do something. But it's conscious. Where do I want to go? Some people have a need to do nonstop travel and they get frustrated right now because they can't. I don't have that need. I get my connection and my satisfaction sometimes just by driving down the road and finding somebody to talk to in Home Depot. Oh, happens. What contribution do you want to make in the world? It's important to, to, to know that because I think a lot of times I've seen, at least people I've worked with, they, uh, they want to make a contribution, but they don't specifically know what that is. But they're seeking that. And contribution is very, very personal, and it's a lot, um, I think it's a lot simpler than you think it is. But until you stop and think about what that is, what kind of contribution do you want to make? It could be just, I just want to be a good mom or dad, and that could be it and enough for you, and that is enough, by the way. In fact, I would say that's probably more than enough, and probably, if you could just do that, you'd be great. What do you want to become? Um, can you do me a favor? It's really common to say, I just want to become the best person I can be. Will you stop saying that for me? And will you define it a little bit better? I hear that a lot. And, and that's, I see, actually, I hear it a lot with people joining my Facebook group. And it's fine to say that. It's okay. It's a starting point. So this is just a suggestion. I know you want to become the best person you, were, you, you can be, the, be, the person you were meant to be. I know that. But can you get a little bit more specific for me about what that means? Because I know something. You'll get it. Next, what do you want to learn? Can you learn everything? No, you can't. But what do you want to learn? I'm a polymath. I've talked about that. A broad, broad, broad sense of very specific and very deep knowledge. I spent my whole life doing it. Um, it tends to circle around a, a, a certain area. Um, but uh, for the most part, uh, it's really, really broad. And it's served me in my career very well. So I like to learn a lot. There's very, very few things that I won't learn, but I'm always saying in my world, it's okay. How can I apply this knowledge? I don't know anything about and make my life better. And how can I make somebody else's life better by, by knowing that knowledge? I love talking to people who do things I've never thought about doing because I've never thought about it. I'm like, whoa, that's interesting. Cool. Because instantly I can apply it to my life. So what do you want to learn? Lately, I've been studying uh, aviation again, because I'm contemplating getting back in the airplane. It's been about five, five years since I flew, uh, flew the airplane. So I'm thinking about doing that again. Where do you want to spend your time? Most valuable commodity you have. In fact, I would go so far as to say it's not even a commodity. It's an asset. And the problem is it's not an asset that depreciates. It doesn't. You have to appreciate the asset of time because it doesn't. How much money do you want to earn, save, invest? Thought about that? Yeah, if I can make 100000 a year, I get ten grand a month. Get more specific. When you do, you'll get it. How much time do you want off? 
Some people just want time off to goof off. I, I don't have, I, I have all the time off I ever want. And, and the reality is that I don't want that much time off. I don't work Mondays. I don't work Fridays. I don't work Saturdays. I don't work Sundays. I work half a day Thursday. I work really hard on Tuesday and Wednesday. And yet all, most of my time is spent thinking. It, it, usually I go walk on the beach and I have more ideas about what I want to do with my life than I have when I was sitting at home. So do I want a lot of time off? No, I just want enough to recharge myself and to get myself happy to get myself thinking time so I can get back to doing what I like to do. Time off is highly overrated. Wearing yourself else. Now that's a different story. And lastly, and really one of the places I'm focused on right now in a huge, huge way, always have been on or off. I mean, I'm a guy that will fall face first into a basket of French fries without even thinking about it. Former fat guy living in a relatively thin guy's body. <sighs> I don't say that much anymore because I've decided not to be that person anymore. But the truth is, it's important for me to get optimum health. What's my reasoning for optimum health right now? You want to hear it? I'll share it to you. Listen, if you get anything in this podcast, you're just going to get the raw thoughts based on the fact that I have about 10,000 conversations a week. And I never stop thinking about this stuff. Here, here's the reason for optimum health right now. You should live the lifestyle. You, you should do the things you need to be doing. But I know you're not going to hear it because if you did, everybody would be eating salads. So most people are going to not do that. My reason is very simple. Uh, as I have progressed through my life and as I've gotten a little bit older, I'm 62 now. With the energy of a 22-year-old. And I looked around me and I'm seeing all my friends that are in my age group mm, with no energy. I'm seeing some of them dying. I've seen some of them coming out of 40-year careers of, of just pain and an uncomfortable way to spend their days now trying to figure out how to make their life better. And, and one day, I simply said, you know what? And this is maybe the perspective of somebody who spent some time on this planet talking to tens of thousands of people. But one day, I just simply said, okay, got to focus on the best use of my time. Got to optimize my health so I have the most possible energy. So I'm jumping out of bed, going all day long, loving life and getting everything done I want to get done without being busier than I want to be. Because you never know. So that's what caused me to, at this point, lose about 24 pounds. That's what caused me to go from lifting a 45-pound bar to now up to 185 pounds in about six weeks. Stopped eating a whole lot, went down to 1,500 calories a day. Started doing cardio every single day. Weights four times a week. Stopped drinking any alcohol at all. Not that I have anything against it. I, I was really good at it. I would be good at it again tomorrow. Just don't want to. Doesn't create the optimum health that I want. Doesn't create the energy I want. Doesn't create the effervescent vibe that I want. Heck, I even got a skincare treatment now. <laughs> My wife's like, you got a better skincare treatment than I do. You look at your routine every single day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let me repeat something. We've had a lot of fun on this show. I, I, I hope it's been at least worthy of a little bit of your time. I don't know. Life is full of questions. It is long enough for you to figure out the essential answers you need. It is time to get busy figuring those answers out. And I hope I've given you some thoughts about how that might happen. And all you can really do is pay attention to, you know, a guy that has pretty much been able to do whatever he's wanted to do in his life, make as much as I wanted to, do whatever I wanted to, but still be a royal screw-up a lot of the time. You can screw up a lot and still get a lot right. I'm telling you, if you're willing to do that. That's kind of what this show's all about. So come along for the ride. And uh, let's keep doing this thing, okay? I'll keep doing it until... Um, hmm. I'm trying to figure out... Be like 30 years from now, when I, when I have my funeral, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to announce... I'm going to have to pre-record a podcast. That's what I'm going to have to do. I'm going to have to like, okay, like that's a different thought these days. That's 30, 40 years away. We don't have to worry about that right now. All right. So tomorrow, <laughs> what? 
10 questions that you should uh, you should answer. No, that's today's show. I'm sorry. Who is in your mastermind? That's tomorrow's show. I was reading the list here of things I have in front of me. I'll share that with you tomorrow. I, you're going to be surprised at the answer. Um, Bill Gates is not on it, nor is Elon Musk, but I'll see you tomorrow.